Hello, this is Zandi Hicks. This podcast is called Bold, Brave, and Daring because, well, that's already inside of you. You can choose to be bold, brave, and daring every day of your life, and this podcast teaches you how to walk through life with God, Him showing you how to become bold, brave, and daring. This podcast is like letters from God Himself, so stay tuned because I know that He wants to speak right to you. Hey guys, Zandy here. Uh, just me today. I hope you guys enjoyed Zach last week on the podcast. If you didn't get to hear it, it was really fun to do together and talking about what respect is for a man and how to help your relationships, whether that's with your spouse or with your dad or your son or your brother, whoever it is, the men in your life who really, what speaks to them. Today, I really want to talk about success And I was just thinking about it the other day, and I'm like, okay, the worldview of success versus the Bible's view of success. And I'm going to have to say that word slow, because if I say success too fast, it's going to sound inappropriate, (laughs) and it's really hard to say it over and over again. (laughs) So you should try it right now. Just do it. (laughs) But in order to be successful in the world nowadays, especially with social media, We can see it all over and people are saying that success is happiness and success is being wealthy and it's a certain amount of money and it's having a super nice Pinterest worthy house. It's driving nice fancy cars. Maybe it's having a college degree or being a successful entrepreneur. It's branding yourself and having tons of followers and a ton of likes and having the coolest videos. Um, It's being productive. It's having an awesome corporate career or business, all of these things. And I'm married to, if you've done the Enneagram, my husband is a three. So he's the achiever. So being productive is him all day long. It's just like, I've got all of these ideas for business. And if you have read um, the book about the Enneagram, it says that a three, their first trait is when they walk into a room, they want everyone to know they're a winner and that they're the best. So that's who I'm married to. And he's always said he wanted to be a multimillionaire. And so coming from it, that perspective of being around him and wanting to be successful and have successful businesses. And, you know, we both grew up not having money, but we grew up in good families. And I've always grown up wanting to be a wife and a mom. I've not really ever wanted to be successful, especially when we met. I was just, I was like, eh, I'm good with whatever. As long as I get to be a wife and a mom and we have an awesome marriage, and we have awesome kids. That's important to me. And on the Enneagram, I'm a two. I'm the helper. So definitely peacemaker, that kind of thing. So we're all different and we all have different personalities. And the way we view success could be different based on who God made us to be and also our background and our foundation. When Zach and I got married, he had already been in touch with multimillionaires. And so I had the privilege to be mentored in business for years by multimillionaires. And the best part about them was that you would never know if you didn't see their land or their houses or knew about their businesses that they were multimillionaires. We just thought they were successful because they had a super good marriage and they had exceptional relationships with their kids and still do. 
because we had a relationship with multimillionaires, you know, we were able to be environments where people shared that money was great. They had all the money in the world and it can solve a lot of problems in this world. It helped tons of people. I mean, there's, you can't think of an organization that doesn't need money to help with something, whether it's, you know, wells in Africa or it's a conference or it's a, gosh, so many things. I mean, childcare and providing for kids and helping other kids and doing so many things. All of it takes money. But at the end of the day, what matters is people and friendship and Jesus. And that's coming from multimillionaires. They, once they, once you have everything, then it really comes down to how many people can we help? So success in the Bible is mentioned in a lot of stories and a lot of passages. It, it may not say the word success, but God blesses his people. And one example that I wanted to share of that, because there's a lot of stories, but I wanted to share about Solomon. So Solomon was the wealthiest king of all time, and he was also the wisest man who ever lived, and he had all the women that he want, he wanted. He was the king, so he had endless everything, endless chariots, army, gold, whatever it was, money, food, I'm sure, endless of all of that. And when God asked him in Second Chronicles, I'm going to read this passage to you, God said, what do you want? Ask and I will give it to you. Solomon replied to God, you showed great and faithful love to David, my father, and now you have made me king in his place. O oh Lord God, please continue to keep your promise to David, my father, for you have made me king over people as numerous as the dust of the earth. That's a lot of people. Give me the wisdom and knowledge to lead them properly, for who could possibly govern this great people of yours? God said to Solomon, because your greatest desire is to help your people and you do not ask for wealth, riches, fame, or even the death of your enemies or a long life, but rather you ask for wisdom and knowledge to properly govern my people, I will certainly give you wisdom and knowledge you requested. But I will also give you wealth, riches, and fame such as no other king has had before you or will ever have in the future. Because Solomon asked for wisdom, God gave him everything else. And this story speaks such volumes. True success is following God. It's wisdom. It's asking him to guide you in life. It's obeying what he asks you to do. And it, it's the greatest commandment. That's success. Jesus shared in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Secondly, to love your neighbor as yourself. That is the greatest commandment. If that's the greatest commandment, then that's the greatest thing that we could ever do. That's what makes you successful. It's not the world standard. It's not millions of dollars and all of these things. They help, but honestly, it's not the greatest greatest thing in the world. Success is the last commandment and calling that Jesus gave us all before he left the earth and went up to heaven. In Matthew 28, 19-20, it says, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. There, there's so many scriptures on success. Just, just Google it. I did. There's like 60 verses on success. And you look up the word, you can just look up the word success. 
in you version, and it will give you all the scriptures as well. But we can't get sidetracked from our calling to make disciples and love God and love others because of the world's view of success. That's where it gets dangerous. When we get to heaven, we aren't taking anything with us except the people that we led to Christ. Everything else burns up. So what can you do today to change your view of success? Really, I mean, it's very simple to get sidetracked into all of the stuff of the world, materialism and just wanting everything that the world has. And, you know, reading the screw tape letters, I mean, it just shows that the devil puts demons to work to get us distracted off of our main goal and off of the job that God has asked us to do by going and making disciples. We cannot get sidetracked by what it's so easy to. I do it all the time, but we can't let ourselves do that. We have to remember the main goal is people. Another definition of success is finding joy in all circumstances because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And success is asking God for wisdom and gaining knowledge that you'll impact people with. And that'll lead to lives changed and being restored by God. Success is having an awesome marriage and awesome relationships with your kids and all going towards God's purposes. The Bible talks a lot about train your child up in the way they should go. And when they're older, they will not depart from it. It talks about marriage and love and how God designed marriage. It's just sad that the world is so skewed by, you know, not having what things truly are and realizing that marriage is God's design and not being married and living together is not success, is something that is designed by the enemy. And I'll probably talk more about that on another podcast because I'm reading about it and writing about it and in my book on marriage and just showing that success by the world standards, it doesn't include marriage and it should because having a good successful marriage where after 35, 50, 70 years, you still love each other and you still want to be with each other, even after 10 years, because people aren't making it that long. That shows success and it shows the character of God because we really could not do marriage without God. It draws people to you. It creates lasting friendships and lasting families when we have successful marriages and successful relationships with our kids. Another example outside of Solomon, I'd say, is Paul in the Bible. I'd say he was very successful. I mean, he reached thousands with the gospel, and he wrote 13 books of the New Testament that are still impacting us today. But majority of his life as a believer, it didn't look like success. He was shipwrecked three times. I didn't even know he was shipwrecked three times. Three times. He was beaten multiple times. He was stoned. And they thought he was dead when he was stoned. And then all these believers came and prayed over him. And he just got up and preached two days later in the next town. He was whipped multiple times. He Five times he had to take 39 lashes. He was put in prison, sometimes for years at a time. Paul He endured so much, but always kept his calling to reach people, his goal, and he always found joy. That, to me, is success. Maybe your life right now is more of a battle than successful. If you're following God, I just want to say he's got you. 
There's, there's no overnight successes. And, you know, if this changes your perspective on success, depending on your now definition of success, as you think about it, it's truly about who you become on the journey and who you're bringing with you to the end. Who do you want to be? And what do you want to be known for when you stand before God and you step into eternity? That, that's when you'll know that success from the world's point of view never really mattered. The cars, fame, the house, whatever it was that the world told you, followers on a stage, if you had a conference, and all of these things, they're all going to pass away. But the impact that you left and the people that you're bringing with you to heaven will truly be your success. So I hope this meets you today in some capacity and helps you on your journey of wanting to be successful. But really, what does that mean? And what is God calling you to? And how can you be successful in what he's called you to do? I am very grateful for everyone who listens to this podcast and message me. I would love to hear people's definition of success based on this, or maybe the Holy Spirit's been stirring in your heart. He's been stirring this in my heart for a couple months now, just really like not glorifying productivity, not glorifying what the world glorifies, but really glorifying what God glorifies. And that's him and bringing people to him. I love you. And I hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Bold, Brave, and Daring is all about making you bold, brave, and daring. Like I say, because it's already inside of you and God wants to show that to you. So if you have any questions, please DM me, message me. I would love to hear your questions or about what God has done in your life. So let me know, comments, and I love you. And I hope that you have a wonderful week.